Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus, episode 492, it is 9-11. 2023, 22 years after that fateful day. Now, there's a couple different ways I could approach this. I'm not sure which is the right way. So I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm going to just kind of go with where this goes. Um, going to be perhaps a little raw, but it's going to be honest. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about 912 and what we had hoped would come out of that. And then on 913, we're going to talk about the negative effects. But today, today we're going to focus on what could only be described as a horrible day in our history and a day where even if it's just in myth, some uh, heroes came to the fore. So I'm sure I've talked about this in the past. Um, I don't know. I've actually ever done an official 9-11 episode. Uh, I don't think. I don't. Well, let's put it this way. If I were to take the time and go and review all the episodes I've done, I'm sure I've covered this. But I think that when you review, when you relive, when you consider what things mean, they change over time. So while over the course of what I have to say today may sound familiar, it it may rehash a lot of what I've said in the past. It may not. I honestly don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go with this. And, and, you know, as always, I don't really rehearse. I think about what I want to say. I kind of ponder what the grand scheme is of the daily episode. Today, I haven't even done that. Honestly, I was checked out most of the day focusing on the work that I needed to get done. And I, but for the fact that I look at my calendar, I would have forgotten. Which is, you know, funny because one of the songs that followed that was called, Have You Forgotten? So yeah, I guess in some respects I have, I I didn't recall the solemnness of what today was. There are at least 3,000 people dead that we know of as a direct result of an attack in our country. I'm going to avoid going down the conspiracy rabbit trail. Uh, I will just say that I do not believe the official account. That being said, that doesn't change the fact that there are a bunch of people that died. Mostly or almost entirely completely out of their control and not their fault. And honestly, for no good reason, right? Now there may be some, you could make that argument that we're in the Pentagon building, but that would be a stretch. So I'll leave it to you, the listener to determine whether there was any validity to what happened as far as anybody potentially 
paid a price for previous actions. And I don't even feel comfortable saying it that way. I just, the only way I can wrap my head around it. Had the conversation many times in the last 22 years, how you could argue the Pentagon was a legitimate target. I think it's very safe to say that the methodology was not the twin towers maybe have some symbolic value, but again, how legitimate of a target is it? Not sure. I would imagine that to be completely balanced and fair in the eyes of the people that allegedly pulled this off, it was every bit as relevant or tangible or related as what we did with Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I mean, if you want to get down to it, I mean, that's the argument that could be made. Not sure how I feel about it, but it's the argument that could be made. So we look at this and there was a lot of bravado. There was a lot of anger and and rightfully so, but it was kind of misplaced. We, We didn't know who, the, what, the, when, and conveniently within a period of time, we were told who was at fault. We were told where to direct it. And then they spent the next 22 years redeeming or in part redeeming the very people that they accused of doing this. I find the whole thing very disconcerting. But again, none of that matters. There's 3,000 people dead. Nice round number, by the way, because I don't remember the exact number, nor do I believe that the number is entirely accurate. But there are 3,000 people dead because of actions that happened on our soil by some other foreign entity. Whether we deserved it or not is irrelevant. It happened, and these people are dead. As I hear myself speak, I can't help but think to myself, none of this matters. There's a whole bunch of people dead. Almost all of them were completely innocent. They gave up their lives for what? They were an attack of convenience, perhaps. They were retribution for previous actions, though they were caught in the crossfire, perhaps. But it doesn't really matter, right? We're told that they were all innocent and we needed to get vengeance. I imagine that you could say we did a pretty good job of that. Let me ask you, how many thousands or hundreds of thousands of people have died courtesy of our weaponry and our men, and to a lesser extent our women, who have been all over the Middle East, North Africa, Central Asia since all this began? For what? I'm not sure that anything that's happened can be justified by those 3,000 people plus dying. There's been no reconsideration of why did it happen? How did it happen? What were the motivations? In fact, we've completely ignored the stated reasons. Now, could they have been lying? Sure. 
Could they have been telling us things that they wanted us to hear in their own propaganda? Absolutely. But is it, I don't know, the slightly sensible to consider what we were being told? Now, I know Ron Paul was called names for bringing that up. Indeed, friends and family get quite upset when you question the narrative, when you question the story of what happened and why it happened. And to a degree, degree, rightfully so. And I got to be honest, I have an acquaintance, I wouldn't call him a friend, I'd call him an acquaintance, that I know that went and gave up his life over in Afghanistan, doing who knows what, in service to his country. That's what he believed. That's why he did what he did. I have a lot of respect for that. I don't question his motives. I don't question whether or not he thought he was doing the right thing. I absolutely know in every fiber of my being that he thought he was doing the right thing when he did what he did, but ultimately cost him his life. And I'm certain there's potentially hundreds more like him. But then you're thinking to yourself, but there's more than five or 600 people that died. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I wonder how many of them are wondering, why are we doing? What are we doing? What's the point? They they were gung-ho when they enlisted. They were gung-ho when they you know re-enlisted. They were gung-ho when they came out of retirement or whatever because they thought they were going to exact retribution. They thought they were going to go stand up for America. They thought they were going to be doing the right thing. These people willingly sacrificed themselves, their time, their money, their bodies, their families to go serve their country. Why? Because there was 3,000 people dead. Because they, they felt like we were attacked and we needed to do something. I'm entirely in agreement and sympathy for that. How else should we have played that? I mean, how else could we look at it other than what it was? Now again, we're we're going to avoid going down the rabbit trail. We're not going we're not going to talk about the questions or the methods or any of that stuff. Just from what we knew, there's 3,000 people dead. What are we going to do about it? And the bravado, the American way is we go kick some butt, right? We we we're going to pay you back tenfold. I think it's safe to say we did that. It's safe to say that we did far beyond that. But now the bigger question is, is how do we honor those that died? I, I imagine if those uh, 3,000 people were to look at their country today, their first question would might be, what did you do to my country? What's going on? How did we get here? I don't even recognize this. I got to be honest. I'm not sure how we've honored those people that died. We we put out the fear of quote unquote radical Islam. Now, whether you subscribe to that notion or not, I will just tell you flat out, I'm dubious of anybody that believes in Allah, that follows Muhammad. I'm dubious. Doesn't mean I hate him. Doesn't doesn't mean I want you know them dead. It just means I'm dubious. But I don't fear them. I don't fear them or their actions. Why should I? 
I've never been directly harmed by any one of them that I'm aware of. But on the flip side of the equation, we were drummed up to hate. We were drummed up to despise, to distrust. To a certain extent, I don't fault that. It was completely understandable. After all, there were 3,000 people dead. They were innocent. They were bystanders. They did nothing. We then had the next 22 years being told that this is just the itty-bitty portion of the population that we had been told we were supposed to hate, we're supposed to distrust. That they're the, they're the problem and we just need to worry about that. All the while, inviting more and more over here. Because, you know, they had to get away from the radicals. Not sure how anybody thought that was a good idea, but that's where we're at. But now, now we, we see our own selves as the biggest enemy. We, we see the internal actions of a few as a bigger enemy than the very people that we were told that we should hate and distrust, that we've invited by the thousands over here. It's a curious thing. You're, you're inviting in the very enemy that you've been told to hate, all the while being told, well, they don't really count. So which is it? But again, none of this has to make sense because there's 3,000 people dead. Your emotion's supposed to take over. Your rational brain's supposed to shut down. You're just supposed to follow the directions and the rules and and the dictates that they come out and just go along and trust your government. Again, it's hard to say no. There's 3,000 people dead. Now, I know this might be coming off wrong to some of you out there, and some of you may not appreciate the tone or the attitude that this episode is bringing about, but I'm here to tell you, this is not without cost. This is not without consequence. A good number of people that you will know or that you will meet have lost somebody one way or the other as a result of what happens on 9-11. It's affected our entire country, our psyche, indeed, the people that volunteered, arguably the best and the brightest, those that were most gung-ho and most supportive, came back disaffected, damaged, or were dead. For what purpose? Now, I don't know all the details, nor do I pretend to know. But I'm here to tell you that we trusted and we acted and we followed in lockstep based off of what we were told and I'm going to be honest, it was a compelling argument. 3,000 people were dead. How dare you question what's going on? 3,000 people are dead. You know, and 22 years later, I got to say, I pause, I think about it. Yeah, there was over 3,000 people that died that day. Thousands more after that. Potentially hundreds of thousands were the victims of our fighting back. For what? What was really accomplished? Now, it is a solemn occasion. A whole lot of people died, almost all of which were innocent and did nothing to cause their demise. They provoked nobody. 
The curious thing is they told us they were jealous of our freedoms. They were jealous of our prosperity. They didn't want us to be able to do the things that we did. But I honestly, I don't see it. I don't see it. It doesn't change the fact that today in this solemn memory, you know, of 22 years gone past, there's a bunch of dead people and a bunch more people that died willingly sacrificing themselves or perhaps caught in the crossfire of the actions that took place as a result of what occurred on 9-11. And yet, you can't overlook the cost. Those people, if they were brought back and they came to visit our country... I wonder how many of them would even recognize it. How many of them would fathom the stuff that's gone on in the last 22 years? Those that paid the ultimate sacrifice for being Americans in the wrong place at the wrong time. And how were they repaid? What was the way we serve their memory? I would suggest to you that we've done a poor job at doing that. And while you might be upset and think that my repeating of the 3,000 dead is somehow flippant. It is not. There's a certain amount of pain that follows any discussion of an attack of this nature, whether it's against us or anyone else. The totalitarian natures of governments and organizations that hate others and the slaughter of innocents and the tyrannical overreach and the abuse of power and the mass murder have followed us throughout history. It took an industrialized world to one-up Tamerlane. And then he's been one-upped at least three times that I can think of. Consider at what point Do we give pause on the notion that those 3,000 people that died were used to manipulate us to do a bunch of things that we would have never otherwise gone along with? The only thing that apparently you're not allowed to contemplate is the idea that the 3,000 people weren't the only people or things that died on 9-11. Just think about it. What's changed since then? What's been winnowed away? What's been given away willingly? What's been usurped? And we did it all willingly. We trusted them. After all, there were 3,000 people dead. Who are we? They know better than us. I'm not happy. This is nothing to celebrate. There's nothing to gloat about. There's there's nothing redeeming about this conversation. But we have to be honest with each other. We have to recognize that the tragedy of 9-11 with the 3,000 plus people dead was surpassed by the tragedy of our entire country paying a much, much deeper, steeper price in the events that followed after that. No, we shouldn't forget what happened. 
we need to remember that was used as a catalyst for the very things that came after that. There were more ruinous to us as a country, to our families, to our friends. The question is, is how do we fix it? How do we best honor those dead? Well, 9-12, maybe we'll have a few of those answers. With that, we're cutting it short. I, I really don't have a lot more to say at this point. Take a moment of silence out. Remember what happened. And then be ready to join me the rest of the week as we talk about what happened after that. And with that, this has been According to Callus. I will see you on the other side.